This is the RoboJuice Podcast, where we believe that taking the worry out of web comes from working a plan, using a proven process, and building a solid platform. I'm Kevin Dees, your host, and I'm joined by your co-host, Jeff Carver. Jeff, I heard that people ask you all the time, is RoboJuice a juice company? Yes, I get asked that all the time. Okay, well, in episode 13, we talked about process, and one of the biggest components of that, really at the very onset, is this thing we call analysis. And analysis exists because of the primary source of stress when it comes to a project, which is just not knowing. And so analysis is all about discovering the problem that's at hand and then outlining the objectives to solve that problem. So again, at the outset of our projects or any relationship that we have, we wanna make sure that we're solving the real problem. It's real easy to get excited about the project phase. We wanna jump into that right away. We wanna do checklists and get things done and feel like we're making progress. However, if we're running in the wrong direction, just trying to get there faster isn't gonna help us. We gotta get going in the right way. So by looking at that, we don't wanna just jump into tactical. We don't wanna do like a social media plan and let's work on some search engine optimization and let's go build a web product or a piece of software without knowing why we're doing all those things. Those could be some correct initiatives, but they have to fall within the overall strategy so that we know where we're going. So let's look at this in three buckets. The first one is learn the real need. So before we start, we gotta conduct this analysis and determine what is the real problem that we're trying to solve? What are we trying to actually achieve? Yeah, I think a really good example of this is we were coming in to do some analysis on a small business website. This was in the early days of RoboJuice, very early. And we sat down and we said, what do we think's going on here? And so the client explains like, we're spending all this on ads, we're not converting, we need a brand new website. So we said, okay, let's step back, let's ask some better questions. And after we asked those questions, what we found was it was simply that the site was missing calls to action is why their conversion was not taking place. So this, the scope of the problem that we were solving was quite small. It was just, we need better conversion. And we thought a website would be the solution, but what we found was you just need calls to action. So what we did, we just said, hey, instead of redesigning the site, let's not assume a redesign is what we need. Let's add buttons to the website and headlines that say, if you need our service, call now, click here. And we did that on every page and the conversions went up 300%. It was, it was that simple, but it all came out of actually analyzing and asking better questions at the onset that led us to that path. And if we had not done that, where we would end up is spending a lot more money and time and efforts on creating a strategy and executing on a product that was not necessary. The product was already okay. We just needed to redefine how it was being used and add some more elements to make it work. Right. And, and that's totally true. Like we could have gone and done the whole website and had the same 300% conversion, but it would have been more effort than was needed for the actual net result that we were looking for. Right. And we're about solving problems. So we're not there to like rip off people and just take advantage of them. We're trying to solve their problems and help them. That's why we exist to help. There's another case that we dealt with where they had a huge issue with traffic. So their concern was, we don't understand what's going on here. Can you guys help us? We spent a lot of time on analysis. This was a very in-depth project, very large site. 
coming back to it, what we realized was the first phase that needs to be done is to correct the wording on your homepage because it was not clear as to what the user was supposed to do. So we had to fix that first because they're getting a lot of traffic. They were just leaving when they got there. So right. we analyzed that, realized that was the issue, moved into the second phase, which was, yeah, we got to fix your platform. Right. We got to make conversions better. You need more sales, those type of things. But the first step was we have to make them not leave when they get here. Right. The confusion was definitely killing it off. And a lot of that had to do with most of the copy on that site specifically was like sales jargony. It just, you know, it was just, it was just not clear at all, like you said. And there was a lot of it. So it was confusing as to which one to read and which mm -hmm. one to do. So that's what we don't want. But the good thing we did analysis first to determine the real need. So the next piece that we want to look at after we've defined the real problem is just getting practical with the objectives. And what that means is that whatever the objectives are, they need to be concrete. They don't need to be vague, right? So being vague would be like, I need my conversions to go up 300%, right? A more concrete example is I need my pages to be more engaging with users through specific calls to action. So I can already begin to see what I need to do. Maybe it's going to be some buttons. Maybe it's going to be some phone numbers on a web page, for example. So that's what I mean by getting practical is it needs to feel very tangible, very concrete. And when you can do that, the other way to make your objective practical is also it has to be bite-sized and it has to be on a specific timeline. So if my objective isn't practical, it could be, we need to redesign the entire website, right? Well, that's not super practical if you're talking about in a condensed amount of time. But if you're saying, hey, we need to redo our navigation, maybe our information hierarchy where, you know, basically where the links lay out and that kind of thing, what pages go where in a month, well, that's way more doable than the entire website in a month. So that's what I mean by being practical. Number one, being concrete. Number two, being basically bite-sized, you know, it has to be achievable, it has something we can actually do in a reasonable time. And that's the third thing is the time. It has to be driven down into a specific timeline. So if we have those, we're looking pretty good as far as being practical. And then I would add in with, with those approaches, it's also measurable. So we can look back and say, did we achieve the objective? Because it's a smaller chunk, because it's very defined, we know when we've accomplished it instead of, yeah, I built that thing mm -hmm. Here it is. Um, we say this objective was achieved. Was it successful or do we need to refine it, revise it and move into another phase of it? We, we were able to tell if it was achieved. Right, and that's, if you wanted to look that up, it's called the SMART uh, goal planning kind of strategy. So you can look into that, but that's sort of the kind of approach that we want to take there. And finally, we want to talk about how understanding that projects are gonna have a high rate of failure if we don't start with analysis. Right. If you don't know what the problem is, then you may end up solving something that isn't your problem. Yeah. This is back to the random tactics, random results, unmet expectations approach. Right. Where we've seen this really realized is in this whole process of RFP. So these request for proposal documents that go out to firms. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing, this is, a, this is a process that's been around for a long time, but it's broken. So what happens is this committee or team of people says, we need expertise to facilitate a solution to a problem that we've come up with. Whether it's the right problem or not is not the issue. The expertise that's being engaged has not been asked to come in and determine 
is this really a problem or did we miss the actual problem? We need people to come in and ask better questions, help us determine this whole problem. Right, and the RFP, that's, that's the whole point, right? You're missing out on the better questions. So you might get to a some kind of solution, but it's not gonna be the best solution. Yeah, and we, we definitely don't wanna just you take your money, take a chunk of a project, go execute it, and then nothing happens. The relationship is bad, which is what we really care about. And we care about removing stress from web. So if we come in and say, hey, yeah, that's great, we'll do that, um, and here's how much it costs, and here's your, here's your site map, here's your app, here's whatever it is that you think that you need delivered to you on a plate. We may have done it perfectly, but if we didn't solve the real problem, we've completely failed, thus the high rate of probability of failure. Right, and, and that really goes into almost being arrogant, really, because if you get a document and you, as an expert, right, that would be like a RoboJuice or a company like that, we're being the expert, we're being really arrogant to say, we don't need to talk to you, we already know what the solution is, here's your solution based on what you wrote to us. That just feels really arrogant to basically say, we know what we're doing, we don't need any communication with you, we're just gonna re return the document to you with this magic pill that you're gonna swallow because we're so great. And that's, that's a big part of why, if we're gonna do RFP, it starts with analysis, so, uh, you know, we'll work with you, but we're not going to start with that document. We might use that as a springboard for some conversation, but it's, it has to start with analysis for us to deliver a solid solution. Yeah, we definitely don't want to just take your money and execute a test project or right. a test phase that's and say, hey, maybe it. that'll work. Uh, that's, that's not a good entryway into a new relationship that's gonna end up being bad, even if you potentially solve a problem. So we wanna make sure we understand the problem first, then we'll do the RFP thing and kind of define the project and scope. Yeah, so that's uh, kind of three things that we look at when it comes to analysis as that starting point in our process in order to do what RoboJuice does best, which is help alleviate that stress in the web that you might be experiencing. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you felt like you just got a lot of value, if you felt like you had any worry or any stress about the web before listening to this episode and now it's gone, we would love to see a five-star review from you on iTunes. We would really appreciate that and we would be super thankful. At RoboJuice, we make it our goal to come alongside you and give you the direction that you need by helping you establish a plan so you can be successful on the web. So that goes far beyond just doing a social media campaign or building a website. We wanna help you establish a solid plan that's not just gonna make you successful today, but also further down the line in the future. So if you're interested in creating a plan that's gonna help map you to success, whatever your vision, or your mission is for your business. We want to help you get there and you can talk to us. We'd love to hear from you at robojuice.com. That's robojuice.com. Again, thank you so much for listening to the show and I hope you have a good one.